Welcome to the After Show Show. It is June 16th. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, appreciate you rating, subscribing, uh, giving comments if you can. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the way, in a few minutes, we're going to talk to somebody who attended the Taco Tuesday. Remember this morning on the radio show, we were talking about like how fun it would be to catch up on people, memorable people from this show's past over 15 years. Yes. And it would also be fun to do it on the After Show show. But we're going to talk to you in a few minutes people that came to your apartment, Dylan, where, mm-hmm. Robbie, you were living there at the time, yep, correct? Yep, yep. This is back 50, 14 years ago, 15 years ago. With, when you had a Taco Tuesday dinner and everybody was there. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a bit on the After Show show, but now we'll talk to somebody who was actually there. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited about that. But right we, before we get to that, we have to talk because right before we hit record, mm-hmm. Robbie is staying at your house right now. He's yep. living with you and he's trying, to, he's trying to write down all the things that he owes you. Right. That he like takes and uses at my yeah. house. Because right. I don't want to get to the point where I take advantage of you. I'm already, I feel like I'm taking advantage. I, see, and it's funny. I feel the same way because you're doing all my yard work for me. That's Nothing. the arrangement. Right. It's amazing. It's pretty so low he, maintenance yard. That's yeah, I know, but I love it. I love not having to mow the lawn. Does like, he do anything in the house? Uh, not yet. Well, he hasn't really had to. Right? No, I just try to keep it tidy as can be. Make sure my stuff doesn't get in the way. He has wet socks and he walks oh. around with wet socks. Mm. That's right. Right. Because I go on the deck and it's wet and then I come in and it leaves tracks. That's why I have me. sandals on the deck right I know, beside the I deck. I but I left them outside and they got wet. Mm. Anyhow. Gotcha. So he's keeping track, yes, of, of his things Avocado. that he owns. But you said you borrowed a bar of soap. Yeah. Fancy soap. I'm yeah. so shocked by this. You guys use bars of soap? I have both. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Once you go liquid, you don't go back. I use a lot of liquid soap, right, on a poof. Um, but, but you have a bar as you're so bad. Every once in a while, I like to, I change it up. I'm actually run. I'm, um, I'm purging all of my soaps. I'm not buying any more soap until all my soaps are gone. I've I been trying to do this too, for so long. I have too many soaps. So I've, mm. like, I, go, I love going into Lush and just smelling the soaps. Oh. And I feel fancy when you I get, when I get those, those soaps. So I keep buying and buying and buying. And, but my stock is, uh, is overflowing. So now I have promised. I am no longer buying soap yes. until all my bar soap, all my liquid soaps, all my body washes, all of it are gone. I'm trying to do the exact same thing at my house with products. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Like no more new Windexes, no more new until they're all gone. No more, yeah. Mm. And I have a bunch of hair gel. I don't know what that's going to do. <laughs> that's that's going to be problematic. But I'm trying to use up everything I have in yeah, my house. When are you going to use new. hair gel? I don't think I am. Yeah. And so I don't know what to do with it because I have like full things of hair gel. You don't. Where do you take those? Uh, well, you take it to the shelters and whatnot. Is that okay? That's yeah, not bad. yeah, that would work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. What if you see a deal like on Windex? A really good deal. How much Windex do you have? I, I have a bunch of bottles of like all this cleaning stuff. Like the refill house. bottles or the ones with the guns on them? Like the... Ch- 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 right, ones. you just buy the same, the one with the gun over and over and over again? You buy refills? Yeah. Oh, no. I've yeah. had the same gun for years. No, I always get a new gun. The gun wears out. Yeah. It's I clogged. Got, I don't like I don't like a gucky gun. <laughs> it's Windex. No, but see, this is I also Isn't the Windex soaps. cleaning the gun as it goes. So do you buy <laughs> yeah, like uh, soap refills or do you buy soaps new like uh, dish soap for example? Dish soap? Yeah, I buy dish soap. Like the refill or the the squirt? Yeah, bucket. What refill? Junk. What are you talking about? Because you can buy the re- uh, big refill ones. Oh no, I, I buy the dish water. soap and then I pour it into my my pump, okay. my, my my pump that I have at the side of the. Uh, kitchen. So you're refilling oh. some things, but not everything. Yeah, no, you're right. yeah, but Windex, I, I it's a better value. You see, I don't know where you'd even get a big Windex. You can get them. Oh right? yeah, you it's can like get Mr. Clean yeah. too. You just keep looking around. Here's you're, the thing: yeah. I don't do a lot of cleaning myself. I know you don't, right? So I don't, I don't understand. Why I have them? It's that's yep. why they're so hard to use up. Uh-huh. I'm trying. I'm really working at it, but I want to use everything up in my house, like absolutely, before I uh, start using new things. Yeah, it's yeah. Sometimes you just need to do that, and then sometimes I do the other thing because you taught me to keep things on ice, mm-hmm. and I buy things mm-hmm. like soap. and then always have backups. Yeah. So I, I like having a lot of soap, but like I just I got soap. I got to work my way down, pick my favorites, and then just have, like I've got five body washes on the go in my shower oh right my now. God. See what happened when I was married, right? Kristen had more 
goddamn products <laughs> than anybody else. Like mm-hmm. we have uh, shelves in our in our shower, yeah. and they're and they're they were full of all these different body scrubs, body washes, shampoos for this hair, shampoos for that hair. Like it was just everywhere. And um, and like if we were gonna have sex in the shower on the bench, we'd have to move all the stuff. Right. And then you don't know, like it's just and then so hey, we never had sex. And <laughs> no. Um. But and then when she moved out, I was like. <gasps> Amazing, right? I don't have any anything, right? It's all look at all. So I started to fill the space with body washes, right? And then I thought I'd be fancy, and one day I wanted to smell like this, and one day I wanted to smell like that, and now I'm overwhelmed by body washes. See, what is your what is your guy's one go to? Just your. What is your guy's um, one go-to? Uh, as far as... What do you guys one go-to when you do it? Oh, God. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, when you go to the store, like, do you have the one... Like, it doesn't matter if you have it at home, you don't have it at home, you always grab it. For me, it's mustard and toilet paper. I know you've said this before. Like, you don't have that? That I always get? Like, you're always grabbing. Mm-hmm. Every single salsa, time. I always have too many salsas. Always. Like, you, you, you sit there, you see yeah, it in the yeah. aisle, and Salsa like, might be one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, chicken broth. Chicken broth for oh, me. Yep. Always my chicken Always broth. can never have enough oh, chicken I got broth. too many chickpeas. And granola bars. You see how many granola bars I have, I Raleigh? Like, yeah, it's it's how many on the list do you own now? I own two now. Help yourself to all of them except the one you helped yourself to yesterday. Ooh. Those ones are three bucks a pop. Okay. Wow. But that's why I want to make you a can list. Go ahead. You go no, ahead. You can, you can have those. They're harder to find. But t- if you want, take the other ones. I'm trying to get rid of those too. Okay. I promise no more granola bars. And then I keep buying granola bars. Yeah, granola bars and chicken broth for me. Mm, okay. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. yep. So yep, saw you yep. had some good uh, crackers in there. The Swiss oh, cheese ones. If you want Tyler to kill you, you oh, go ahead. My daughter will kill you That's if you eat you those the, Swiss cheese crackers. Because I swear we had a conversation about crackers, and that is one of my favorites the of all time. Sw- have you noticed though what they're doing? Have you seen what they're doing? Shortening the or small, making it smaller. No, they've changed the 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 what? branding of them. So all the crackers that you grew up with, the bacon dippers, the Swiss yeah. cheese, uh, the uh, vegetable thins, all of that are now under the Ritz umbrella. Ooh, are they? Yes. Big Ritz taking over. So Ritz, they're all Ritz brand crackers, and these are the different kinds okay. that they are. So instead of like Kraft it's, or Christie or whatever. Well, they're Mr. Christie crackers, but now they're called Ritz Swiss cheese. Ritz Mr. vegetable Did Ritz, Ritz buy out? No, Ritz is part of Mr. Christie. It's, oh. it's a new branding initiative that uh, had me very confused the other day because I'm like, wait, where are the old Swiss cheese crackers? Same same taste. Same, same taste, taste, same cracker, same oh, everything. Just a best. different looking box now. Okay. I found that not nearly as interesting as uh, uh, we should. Um, <laughs> I don't know why we've spent that amount of time talking about that. Oh, right? that's well, interesting. Okay, yeah, thanks. So do you want to call and go into the Taco Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Go down memory lane. You got the number? I do. I don't know their name, but it was that was such a fun time, and such a fun time in our lives. I think for me, oh it was. yeah, living in that downtown. How many people did come? So I mean, the story. Well, we'll recap the story while they're on there. But you decided to have invite everybody listening to the radio show to your apartment, your downtown apartment for Taco mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yes. Okay. Which was silly at the time, yeah. I guess. Hello? But fun. Hey. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Lenore. Hey, Lenore. Thank you for yeah. joining us. We'll spend a few. Do you have some time? Yeah, like, uh, spend a few minutes. Sure, okay. Good. Okay. Because this was uh, this was a weird thing that we did. It, was it fifteen years ago? Was it our first yeah, couple 14, months on the air? Thirteen, fourteen? No, because it was. I didn't start living with Dylan until I was a full time employee. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I moved out. I was always allowed to live at home. Okay. Until I was done school, and when I was an intern, that was technically school, so I still lived at home. So you decided right. to throw a big Taco Tuesday party at your apartment downtown. Yeah. Okay. So Lenore, take us through your perspective of this. You're listening to the radio one morning, and you hear that this is happening. What are you thinking? Well, actually, um, my husband and I, we've always been listening. And then one morning, you guys talked about this. And then we decided, because we just lived across the river. Um, so we were, like, looking into downtown. Mm-hmm. So we decided to just cross the river and come. And Robbie had to come downstairs to let us in, yes. I think. It was yeah. the hardest place to get into like where we lived. 21 there. floors up, wasn't What it? an event we organized, Yeah. yeah. And my husband, RJ, is here with me, actually. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Hi. And he kind of has more of a memory about it. Okay. So okay. Because I am I was there for a little bit, and I brought my kids. Right, RJ? Um, you were sitting on the couch uh, next to a woman, and, uh, you know, you asked us about, you know, what we did for a living and things like that. Small talk, Dylan. <laughs> I don't remember the kids, mm-hmm. 
Uh, Robbie was super interactive, and Dylan was in the kitchen prepping the tacos and right. didn't really say anything. Like so many tacos. Right, but that was my focus. I, even back then, I needed to focus on the food and make sure that everyone was going to get a good taco. Robbie and I prepped for a while, but we didn't anticipate how many people would how show many up. People, in- RJ, how many people showed up? Uh, when we were there, there was only about maybe eight or ten folks. We were we were early. We were early. Right. Yeah, and people came and left and came and left and right. came and left. It was, it was a revolving a, door. Of yeah, the whole night. Taco. And like one of the one of the interesting things, and uh, you know, it was kind of uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, trying not to swear here. No, you can. It's the after show show. Shit. See, uh, there it right. is. Oh boy, ding. It, yep, that's the one. Okay, one of the one of the shitty things. Oh, was, yeah. there's two. <laughs> we were like two weeks into Atkins, so we didn't actually eat any of the tacos. So oh no! <laughs> well, thanks for coming anyway. Uh, what a waste of your time. How did the Atkins diet end up uh, working out on the long term? You guys uh, lose some weight, or did you fall off it, or what happened? Uh, we we did lose some, and then. Uh, I said, screw this, and we went to Denny's, so it kind of fell off the wagon. Yo-yo but, effect. You know, going, you know how that yeah. yeah, it's the yo-yo effect. I got it. Okay. It's very fair. Hmm. Okay, so how many people ultimately came? Because I remember one interesting conversation that followed on the air the next day mm-hmm. about this, okay. and it was one of our, it's when uh, a debate culture took over the radio show <laughs> and has never gone anywhere. Like, it's <laughs> been a, 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 a pillar of our show for a long time. But um, how many people ultimately showed up? I, don't, I would estimate between 40 and 60, I think. Like, at the, not at one time. No, 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 but throughout the night. Like, there were stages, like 10 at one time, and then a little lull, and then a group of five or 10 would show up. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just, just a slow trickle in and hanging out. But there was a point where it was almost packed shoulder to shoulder in your, because it wasn't the biggest apartment in the world. No. And everybody was kind of packed shoulder to shoulder in your place. And we were like, this might be a fire code thing at some point. Right, because the, at the time, I don't even think there was social media. Like, we, we nope. didn't put it out on a social media, so nope. it wasn't like we could say, hey, come now. It was yeah. like, we said it in the morning, and then you either showed up at night or you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's just how it worked. Um, RJ, do you remember seeing this? You may have left before we pointed it out. And I don't know if you guys know where I'm getting with this, but it, it turned into quite the debate the next day. That you, Dylan, and I don't know if you still even do oh, this on yeah. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. You know where I'm getting at with this? Yes. Okay, that you would take your beef yeah. out of the pan yes. for your taco beef. And you would put it in a strainer over the toilet. Yes. Oh. So you took your beef into the bathroom with you. Yes. All right. Yeah. Did you witness that, RJ? I don't remember that. It was strange. You know, it was a lesson taught to me years upon years upon years ago that you shouldn't put uh, the the fat from... Store from, it, don't pour it. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't put it down the drain of your sink because it yeah. clog up your sink. Well, you yeah. shouldn't put it down your toilet either, should you? You should see some of the things I put down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if, if yeah, someone can handle it, the toilet can. But once the meat goes into the bat, like, I'm surprised that you did that. You've really changed, man, because yeah. you would never do that now. No, I learned You would never take safety. food into the toilet, would no, you? No, no, not anymore. But the, back in the day, because I didn't want... The biggest fear for me was I didn't want to have, like, a backup in an apartment and have some sort of flood situation, which actually happened years later mm-hmm. for you and I when mm-hmm. we lived together. It did, yep. But I didn't want to have that because we were on a high floor and I thought all oh, that and I didn't have renters insurance or anything like that mm-hmm. and uh, it was before like so I just didn't want any problems I didn't want any clogs I didn't want any backups so well I didn't know that toilet yeah, yeah I didn't know you brought it into the bathroom yeah yeah, That's, uh, you brought yeah. a lot of food into the bathroom back, then, back in the day. Yeah, you've, yeah, yeah. But you've uh, you've since learned. I've changed. I'm sorry, um, RJ. Uh, you guys, so you guys have been listening to this radio show for um, I, I'm Early guessing since since day one. Um, what is the one thing that sticks out in your mind if somebody says, "Tell me about this dumb show that you've been listening to"? Uh, I always, always laugh every single day. One thing or another. Whether it's Robbie wasn't listening, he never does, or Dylan's high voice, whatever it is, I laugh every single. Is that what I'm known for? (laughs) It just just went. You're less squeaky than you used to be, but you're still squeaky. Yeah, yeah. It's just what it's the voice I was given. But was there one specific moment that you remember above all the other ones? Because I'm trying, like, I'm really trying to put together this idea for having a "Where Are They Now" show. Mm -hmm. And is there anybody you wonder about more or less than the other ones? I wonder about Lamia sometimes. Lamia? Lamia, okay. yeah. yeah. We get a lot of questions about Lamia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Lamia's at Nate right now. Um, 
but she's uh, got a good thing going she's on. Doing fine, yeah, 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 yeah. And I've, I mean, I've tried to stay in touch with you guys on Instagram. I mean, Dylan, you and I. You know, take pictures of the meals that we prepare. We're always all. chatting, you and I, man. <laughs> oh, do you? oh, yeah, okay. we're always chatting food. All right. And you you too, Rob. I mean, you and I chat once in a you while. You came too. to his garage sale, didn't you? Yeah, I picked up the shit list. Oh, you're the oh, the RJ, the shit list, RJ. Yeah. That poster that I had yeah. with all the animated turds. There in it. you go. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That my mom proudly hung in in the guest bathroom for years yeah. in our basement. So, yeah, yeah. That RJ the Bolt or whatever I am on Instagram. Yeah. Same shit list. Same, same, uh, same. Oh, okay. Uh, where are you hanging that shit list? Six S words, guys. <laughs> where are you hanging that poster these days, RJ? In the bedroom. <laughs> ah, nice. No, place you for it. didn't. Yeah. Nice. yeah. That's that's RJ. <laughs> RJ was always into the food challenges. Every weekend he'd be into the food challenges. Right. And he would be taking it seriously. I loved challenge. it. We haven't done one of those in a while. We should maybe do one. Yeah, I'd love it. Um, all right, RJ. Well, uh, thanks both of you for uh, for joining us and taking a trip down memory lane. Um, is there anybody you would like to hear from? Not necessarily show members, but calls or people that we've had on that you you've, you've wondered about that you would request for a Where Are They Now show. Wow. I'll take some thought. Yeah, well, okay, let us know on Instagram. Yeah, that'd be wicked. If you can think of one, and anybody else can do that, too. Thanks, again. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, guys. See you, yeah, see you later. Oh. Yeah, thanks, RJ. There's so many people that you want to check in after all these years. One of my favorite stories was when you followed that old lady. Yes. So for those that don't know, because this, again, was when we were in our downtown <laughs> studio on Jasper Avenue, and we had a nice storefront studio. So we had windows that looked right out onto the sidewalk of Jasper Avenue. It was mm-hmm. a really nice studio. And there was a bus stop right there at our window. And there was an old lady every day, like clockwork, who would get on the bus. Mm. She was always dressed up so fine. Right. And she was too old to, I mean, we assume she was too old to be going to a job. Right? She looked right. well beyond her retirement age. Right. And I always want, and it was every day at the exact same time, the exact same bus, every day. Mm-hmm. And I'd always see it, Dylan, because your back was to the window. Right. And I would always just notice it. And, and I would feel kind of warmed by the fact that this old lady was there. And then I said, where do you guys think she's going? So we started to watch. And then one day, Dylan, you followed her, did you not? Yes. I you got on the same bus yep. and followed her. What happened? Take us through that if you remember it. I don't fully remember, but for some reason in my brain, and I think it's a scrambled memories I've yeah. just created It was them. very sweet though, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think she went to meet girlfriends at the McDonald's or something or an yes. A&W, wasn't yes. it? I think I, that's what it was and they like would get together and they would all be sitting there talking there was just a bunch of old ladies But it was together. like a long way that she went. You were on the bus for like an hour. Yeah, it wasn't close. This was an ongoing thing on the show. Mm-hmm. You guys got me to make it. That was one of my first jingles I ever made. Where's the old lady go? Where do you go? <laughs> old lady. Because right. we were ding, always ding. wondering. And then finally one day you followed her. Yeah, I think they all went for like coffees in the morning. And you hung out with all of them, didn't yeah. you? It was yeah. either McDonald's or A&W. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, I followed them and we hung out. And then it sucked because I was like, how do you get back on a bus? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember. I was yeah. like, this is the, yeah. you were stranded. It's hard. Uh, so she's dead now for sure, right? Oh. Uh, yeah, you would assume that she would be 15 Maybe. years ago and she was pretty old. Maybe. She was in good spirits. She was. She's social. And that helps people live longer. It would be good to see her. If she, I mean, if she's She'd be in her ni- 80s, late 80s, maybe early 90s by now. Yeah, I thought she was in her late 80s then. Oh, jeez. Uh, she seemed like she was old and... Adorable. And there was also on that street front studio. God, I love that studio now that I think I, about I it. I miss but it. You got all the good, though. You always get, I saw you out always get the, the window. I, yes. always, I always looking at you. I know. <laughs> You're always looking at everything good. Um, but there was also a very attractive woman that would walk by every day to work. Oh, the shoe girl that you had. Do you remember her? And she wore these beautiful shoes. You and I always talk about her shoe shoes. fetish. And she would walk by the window every single day. And this is before I came to terms with my shoe and foot fetish. And she would walk by. And I was, oh, my God, what is she wearing today? And she had different shoes on all the time and she was gorgeous mm-hmm. and then you finally brought her in said you know what the hell with this You're yes. gonna, and you brought her in yes. and it was very awkward and uncomfortable <laughs> and, and we talked like live right there on the radio and then she left and we found out later that that was actually Yukon Jack's wife mm-hmm. oh really Yukon Jack from the bear the oh. radio station yeah that was his wife. Okay. Yeah, and you used to have a big That I had a big crush on. Yep. Oh. And I had no idea. And then when <laughs> we ended up changing radio stations and going to that building where Yukon worked. It got awkward again. He just told me. He's like, hey, you hit on my wife a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had no idea. Yes. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, that's I remember crazy. that. You used to walk by every day and you'd wait for it. Is there anybody you think of that you yeah. would like to hear from? Imran is the guy's name. Imran! He's one of my favorite stories of all time, and I just wanted to know what happened with Imran. We and had custom music for him every time he came on. Yes. He yeah. was just this really clumsy, fun. This clumsy guy yeah. who just said outrageously clumsy things. Yeah. And uh, we first met him, I think, on, uh, was it a Valentine's Day maybe or something like that? I think it that? might have been, yeah. He, was having, uh, he wasn't the best boyfriend. No. He, he was uh, cumbersome with his, bo- with his girlfriend. Yes, so uh, that would be amazing. Cecilia is someone that has uh, popped into my mind oh, yeah. a lot over the years. Uh, she was a wonderful uh, woman yeah, who yeah. brought us food in here, and she's just like the sweetest woman on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I just want to give her a damn hug. That would be wonderful. How about you? Uh, we've had a lot of strange occasions over time. I would have to really give it some thought, and I would invite anybody who's listening to this After Show show who has listened, whether it's you know a handful of months or years or the entire time, if there is one that pops into your head, please DM us. Oh, the guy that uh, caught his wife cheating. Oh, yeah. I don't remember his name. Ryan, maybe? See, the thing, oh. the thing about that, that was such an interesting time. That was when we were in this building, and um, it was we used to work till 10 o'clock. Fascinating. And, it, and, it, and nobody believed that it was real, and, and and the hard part about that is because there's so much fake radio out there mm-hmm. that I also felt like, yeah, this doesn't seem real. <laughs> and, but it but it was. It was purely authentic. And the reason you know that is because we did it at 9.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, that's something. If it was fake, we'd do it at 7. Right, right. And uh, he... What happened? He he was convinced his wife. He was he, he was suspicious of his wife. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he drove, and he saw she was in the car with a guy, so she followed him or something. Yeah, he, he was going to follow he, her he back her. to the house. Right. And we, we turned c- around and follow, and we were on on the phone with him. Yeah, and, we did and, the play by play the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the thing I'm most proud of in that moment, um, it and yes, he did catch her cheating. But the thing I am most proud of, which I think it took a lot of restraint on 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 our end was to get off the phone with him before he confronted her mm-hmm. and not air that live on the radio. Would have been good, though. It, it, yes. Would have been good. Yes, it would have. But to me, that was that is an intensely personal and private moment. Right. And to allow him right. to do that without us and the whole city eavesdropping on it. Yikes. And then he followed up later. And then he came into the studio, right, and brought us all coffee. Yes. And he was and a little heartbroken, but he got over it. Yeah, he was just happy that yeah. he said that we were like his friends and he yeah. didn't know who else to call. Yeah, that was an interesting story. I wonder what's going on with him. I yeah. don't know. That, uh, yeah, that was a handful. of Robbie, were you here or were you working studio work at that uh, time? I may have been doing studio work. Yeah. Oh, it was fascinating. Back in one of the times I quit the show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, anyone you think of often oh, that you so want to many. check in on? So many. Uh, I I think of Easton. Remember Easton? Have a diamond day. Have a diamond day. He was like this young boy who called in all the time. But every once in a while, we'll still get a message from him. He's still alive? And he, Well, he's done high school, I what? think, now. Yes. And he was just a little kid who would call us every morning. It was so cute. And he would just oh weigh God. in on, on, on whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, was there just... was a guy named Fuzzy. Do you guys remember Fuzzy? Fuzzy? I do remember Fuzzy. Fuzzy used to call all the time. Um, and he was just a lovely, uh, a lovely person. And then I, he died, right? No. Do you want to know the weirdest thing about Fuzzy? Fuzzy? And sorry if this is super self-involved and you don't recognize any of these names, but uh, you know, whatever. This is the after-show show. Let me just see here. I got to search it because it was the weirdest. It was such a weird thing. Oh, Fuzzy, I, I yeah, he's one here. I don't, I don't remember. You don't remember Fuzzy? Oh, he used to call daily. Here, oh, yes. And this was in the very beginning. The yeah, okay. very beginning of the show. And he would weigh in and he talked a lot. And he was from, I want to say like Kalmar or, or something. Kalmar, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and he would just weigh in on whatever we were talking about. And 80% of the time it was off the air. But every once in a while he'd come on the air. And then he just vanished. He just vanished. Yep. And that was years ago that he disappeared. Yes. Okay. And then I just, I remember telling you this. Okay. So on January 6th, 2020, so a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, because he has my own personal phone number, I got a text message at noon, right? And I screenshotted it and sent it to you guys. And it said, Pepper, question mark, it's fuzzy. Out of nowhere. <laughs> this is years after right, we talked right. to him. Can we call fuzzy? We, we could try. And I said, fuzzy? Where the hell have you been? Two days passed, and he said, LOL living. And I said, well, you can't just leave it at that. And then he responded, I will call you when I get a break in the next few days. Rebuilding my boiler system before the cold spell hits. Ah, About an hour left. Happy New Year's to you. Never heard from him again. We got to call him. You want to call right now? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. I have his number in my phone, but I don't know if it's the same one. 
They used to I, call all the time. I know. I I I know all about Fuzzy. I just don't remember. Oh, yeah. Such I a haven't chatted voice. with him. It might have been before you came around, Robbie. Well, it was when I was left. Right? You're always he's leaving. Been, you notice that's the theme? You're always leaving. Well, I always leaving. get the jobs other places. No, you don't. You just leave the show and have the same job. I, <laughs> oh, no Fuzzy. Different hours. Different hours. Would have been awesome well, we'll to leave talk him to him. a voicemail. I mean. Do you think Fuzzy set up voicemail? He did. That doesn't strike me as a voicemail kind of guy. Hey, Fuzzy! Hey, happy anniversary! Oh well, my God, it's Fuzzy! <laughs> Fuzzy, we're recording the after show show right now. What the hell, man? You used to be there every day for us, and we haven't heard from you in years. So what has happened with you? Like, where did you disappear to? And then why did you randomly text me a year and a half ago and then vanish again? It's Fuzzy, man. Well, I'm not vanishing. I have to listen to you guys almost every day. But the problem being is you can't get through the phones anymore. Ha, ha, ha. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fuzzy, do you still listen or no? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So what happened? Why not? I mean, I've never met more degenerate people as you (laughs) (laughs) So what happened? The novelty of calling us every day just wore off? Or like you just vanished? Yeah, it got to the point where I thought, well, maybe somebody else in, Edmonton, in the area should have a, a chance of getting a hold of you guys instead of just me all the time. Nice, mm-hmm. Fuzzy. We loved you. We loved hearing from you. We reminisce fondly. Uh, how old are you now, Fuzzy? 57. 57. Oh, okay. okay. 67. 67. Oh, 67. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were one of the original f- callers, Fuzzy, from the oh, very yeah. beginning. Yeah, and I got through about 90% of the time that I called. Yeah, yeah. God, we, we used to talk to you all the time. It was just lovely. Your voice just it brings back such good memories. So thanks for picking up well, our call. You know, I'm sitting here thinking 15 years. Now, if I remember correctly, somebody came to Edmonton and stayed in their boss's house and played with a remote control car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before even you were there. What's this? That was. <laughs> well, no, I was. I was still listening. <laughs> I th- like th- that was before. <laughs> that's how I got my start on the radio uh, at Edmonton Radio. Is I was staying at uh, our boss's house with, or no, RJ came to do the show with me, and he was staying at Jason's right, house. Right, right. Yeah, and at that time we gave away his alarm clock radio. It was. A, oh. It was a. We no, gave, no. We did that. We stole his alarm clock oh, radio. Is that what it was? Yeah, we yeah, broke yeah, into yeah. his house. Well, and yeah, stole I think his I remember. Radio. I remember those days. Okay, yeah. so that was way back at the beginning. Yeah. Goodness gracious. That's so long ago, Fuzzy. Well, it's good to hear it because we have talked about you but off the air mainly. Yeah. Um, wondering whatever happened to you because you did just disappear. Like we we do find we become close to people that we don't even ha- may have or may have never met. And just by talking on the phone off the air a lot of the time. Oh, for sure. Like I can remember like Fuzzy, Mark, Brad, Chad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, those are the big ones that call all the time, and uh, Fuzzy, he left us. And we've, we have, just so you know, Fuzzy, like, we have often said, I wonder where Fuzzy is. I hope he's okay. Yeah, we always wanted to hope he didn't die. <laughs> uh, no, they try, but it never works. And then I remember finally meeting Fuzzy, and he was exactly what we thought Fuzzy would be. Really? really? Last, time, last time I ran into you guys was at the uh, hamburger deal on, on 140... Oh, a deluxe burger bar. Deluxe burger 142nd, yeah. yeah. That was a long time. Oh, yeah, my God. All these are so long. Well, it's great to hear from you, and everything's good. You're keeping well. There's, uh, oh, yeah, Your yeah, family's yeah. good? Yeah, family's good. Uh, six boys, Jesus. seven grandchildren, four great-grandchildren. Oh, wow. my goodness, Fuzzy. Fuzz. Wow, good for you. What's... Well, our family multiplies every 15 years. Yeah, that's so. what it sounds like. All right, so <laughs> yeah. why did you text me out of the blue and then not get back to me, Fuzzy? Like, what prompted well, you all these years little... later to send me a text message? Well, it took you more than a couple hours to reply, and by that time, it only wore off. I just, ah, <laughs> I just to okay. it <laughs> I love it. All right, Fuzzy. Good talking to you. Take care, okay? You take care, okay. too, guys. And hey, you, buddy. You know, congrats, congrats for 15 years, and hopefully for 15 more. Thank oh, you so thanks, much, man. Fuzz. Thanks, Fuzzy. I'll still be here. Uh, yeah. yeah, you will. Okay, see you, man. <laughs> love it. Wow, so he's still listening every day That's as well. That's crazy. 15 more years. Get out of here. <laughs> for him or us? I, well, for him for sure. For us, not a chance, man. Oh, that's cool. That is really cool. Okay, so uh, maybe that's how we do it is uh, if anybody messages us, uh, we'll try and line up like, you know, one person a day or something. We could just do it like, hey, is this person still listening and hope they come to us? Because we don't have all the contact information from people that have been no, on the show. No. We don't have, there, you know. it's There's been so many shows. Mm-hmm. 3,600 shows. Seriously? 15 years. Holy smokes. Isn't that something? Hmm.
And they're all no what? wonder we're out of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's it's Holy hard to remember smokes. everything, but yeah, some something. You gotta find out how many episodes. Like, what is that compared to to episodes of like something? Law like, and Order, the longest running TV show, right? Oh. Or Simpsons? We, and Law we have and Order? to be longer than Friends, right? More episodes than Friends for sure. The, oh, oh, way for twenty two sure. in a season. How many? How many? Oh, yeah, I wish we could. Yeah, Friends episodes it. of all time. Um, mm-hmm. all time episodes. Oh yeah, there would be I guess two hundred probably somewhere in there. Uh, three thousand. You're saying like General Hospital? Well, three hours a day. Jeez, so it's, it's not like we put the same effort in though. Yeah, <laughs> no. But we also don't have a team. That's a true. giant team. Oh yeah, working. that's true. Yeah. So there's only 236 episodes of Friends. Oh, blew your heart out, water. Aniston. How about Simpsons? Simpsons. That's I the, bet you there's a. F- uh, how many episodes of Simpsons are there? Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Simpsons with an S. Yep. How many episodes of Simpsons are there? There are 703. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, they only Holy have smokes. one a week for. You know, <laughs> half a year. I know, but then I, I'm now f- proud of this accomplishment. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah. five it times as many. Me happy. Five times as many. That's crazy. I know, hey. That is, yeah. Wow. Good for good for us. Okay. Fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we were fired for part of that. No, no never mind. Oh, oh, yeah, go back and figure all that out, Robert. Ah. So anybody you want to catch up with, Robbie, that at the top of your head? Um, you know, and it wasn't that long ago, but I really loved Karima. Remember Karima? Yes. Mm-hmm. From the Vegas trip and her kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. Loved them. They were really good. I just loved them. There's so many over the years. Um, but with Facebook, it is easy to keep in touch with people. Yeah. You know, so I, I still do see people and follow along with their lives of the people we've met over the years. One of the things we've uh, we've tried to uh, bring back, and it's just the, you know, the state of the industry has changed so much, but one of the things we've tried to do are those awesome November vacations again, yeah. those were good. Um, where we would give away a bunch of trips and everybody would go and hang out and we've remained, uh, you know, c- casual acquaintances with a lot of those people. Yep. That, that I just got invited by uh, uh, Ber- uh, Bernie and Kate the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they said, you're in my neck of the woods. Come on over and have a margarita. Is that right? Yeah. Margaritaville. Yeah, that's what they, just the other day. But like, they were one of the first ones on the first trip. They came on all the trips. Yeah, I, I, you don't think we'll ever be able to do that again? Well, that would it's be just I, I don't think that that special is offered anymore from that specific client who would sell trips and give away trips, and we would take a whole plane of us and go to these uh, vacation spots. It just Could doesn't we? seem like something we're, that they do anymore. Could we get everyone involved in our big road trip that we we're planning? This road trip vacation, man, I am so looking forward to it Me next summer. Too. This is a holiday that we are all planning, uh, the three of us, to do a, uh, an eating road trip. Mm-hmm. And we've been mapping it out to get take in some of the best soul or home food and home cooking and barbecue and ribs that the uh, southern United States has to offer. Yes. And we're going to do an old roading, mm-hmm. right? We're all in on that. Yeah, yeah we but, can bring people along with us. I, I like. I, I think if everyone got their own hotels and we just meet up and we know that, like, that would be amazing. Yeah, the who P, wouldn't the, want to be part of the that? The P and D RV. <laughs> I'd say get, we could get an RV, a big one, and we all go together. No, I can't be on an RV with Robbie. Why? Because this is an eating trip, and he gets mad when I eat. I can't have those two combined. I don't get mad when you eat. I get mad when people eat at times that are strange. No, you get like mad in the middle when of a meeting. E- eat when you're not eating. I get mad sometimes. See, yes. I can't on an eating trip. We can't live in an RV with someone mad about eating. But we're going into the restaurant to eat, are we not? Are we not getting you know, takeout as well? Well, yeah, I guess we would. To not get on us the to bus. The next place. We have to. Yeah. So uh, I mean, that is something that we've been planning as friends. But I, why couldn't we turn it into a road trip? It would be so much. fun. It would be. Just a all bunch of like people. Nashville, eating. Kansas City, right? Alabama, Louisiana. We could even do what we could do. Okay. We're is planning that, our vacation on the podcast. No, but we could, we could take a, a week and we could do a week on the road live shows. Yep. With a bunch of people yep. because we have that technology. Yep. We could do that. Absolutely. Done. Now we get a two-week vacation. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why we don't do those, those awesome Novembers because it was a week of vacation. Yeah. But it was working. Right. We didn't broadcast. So it wasn't paid vacation. Yeah. So we didn't have to take vacation days from that. So we no. So, so I think that's kind of a thing that killed it too, no? Well, yeah, probably. But if we're broadcasting, yeah, Those you're, you're on to something. Something okay. to think about. Okay. Bringing it back would be awesome, guys. I uh, mm. don't, don't know if you're uh, following along so far here with the After Show Show, but that's what we've done. We've planned our vacation. Yes. We've uh, figured out that, uh, uh, talked about Dylan's Windex. 
Yeah. And uh, we met a guy named, F- or we caught up with a guy named Fuzzy, who had listened to this show a long, long time ago. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good show. Um, okay. So where are we at? By the way, I spoke with Sean over the weekend. Dylan, I know that you did as well. Uh, Sean is producing this uh, What the Hell Happened Part 4 that is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, he did some pre-interview. Like, he's putting a lot of work into this, eh? Yeah, too much. It's going to be a really, really good podcast. It, potentially. Or docu-series. Yeah, I don't, I, like, I, I, I talked to him just briefly. Like he, I, I think he's taking it far too serious. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's good. I'm going to step back and let him do his thing. Yeah. But I, he's he like he's tre- he said to me in a text, "I want to win an award." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay, I don't know what award you give for a podcast <laughs> that was good, <laughs> yes. but let's strive for it." Okay. So that's what he wants. He, he's trying to make it award winning. There are awards. I've been contacted to 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 nominate this show. They said to send some clips and be like, hey, this could be an award winner. And I just, I didn't think it would be. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. <laughs> so I didn't follow up. <laughs> That's why we never have an award. But there are a lot of- Who uh, thought this podcast would win an award? Uh, it was somebody from Frequency Podcast Network. Might I, I remind hey, you, you that we just talked about Windex? I know. And that's, that's why relatable. I... Everyone knows what Windex is. <laughs> I don't think anybody has a five-minute conversation about it. I, know, I used to be a Glass I Plus guy myself. What? Do they still make Glass Plus? I don't what even know what is? that is. Yeah, my mom was a big Glass Plus user. So was, I, I, was that like an R compliments? I uh, no Glass Plus was. I always felt that it was the the market leader until I I grew up a little bit because oh. I was just so used to having Glass Plus around my house. Mm-hmm. When I started to buy Windex, I felt like I was betraying my family. I understand that. You know, like you have some. Coke families, you have some Pepsi families. And you have RC Cola, which we were. That's right. (laughs) Which is a different thing. Glass Plus. Yeah, I think it looks like it's getting made still. See, they had a good tagline. Glass Plus. Cleans glass plus a whole lot more. Like everything. Yeah. So does Windex, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Windex is just taking over. See, now we're right back on the Windex. I know. See, See, you're right. It is relatable. I didn't know. what we're talking about. Okay. I think it's (laughs) A-OK. I, I like it. Uh, so we don't have a timeline uh, for uh, part four of uh, what the hell happened, but Sean is working at it, and we would imagine later in the summer is when you'll uh, you'll finally mm-hmm. you'll finally get that. We do have a rollout of part one, two, and three planned, and how you can get that. It is going to be a little trickier on how you get that. It's not going to be on your regular podcast feed simply because there's licensed music in it, and you can't uh, we can't get it up on Spotify and iTunes, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So. Um, it it will be a little different, but we will give you an actual podcast to tell you how to find it. Right. That's our way around it. That'll make sense. So you'll have to jump through one extra hoop to hear it, but uh, those will lead up to part four. Yes, Robbie. Does, does Sean know that he prob- probably can't win an award with copyright and stuff like that? That's why he can't go on these other platforms. Well, this no, new, the new one, the new one won't have copyright music, so oh. it will be easily accessible. It's just right. the original right. part one through three done right. 10 years ago. He yes. should have got an award for one through three. Yeah, so well done. Yeah. They were pretty yeah. good. Yeah, so really uh, we will keep you uh, updated on, on that. Perfect. Um, as we get closer and closer. But we don't want to rush him. He wants to put a lot of work into this. And we want to allow him to yeah. put a lot of work into this. This is like his baby. And uh, we're just making ourselves available for him to ask any questions that he wants to kind of describe around it. One thing I did share with him on the weekend in the pre-interview, Dylan, yeah. was that um, because obviously there's a lot of drama and heavy stuff that is going to occupy a lot of it. But I said, one thing you might want to bring up is what happens in the show when somebody is just off, when their mood is off. And the thing that Dylan will do to break my mood and make me laugh uh-huh. when w- behind the scenes to get me to out of my whatever <laughs> funk I'm in. Do you know what I'm talking about? I right? think so. Yes. Yeah, so he will he will visit <laughs> that in part okay. four in ways that we try and pick each other up That's when we're funny. just not feeling right or right. or or in the best of moods to try and keep us uh, fun and having energy some mornings because not every morning is the same. No, not at all. Right? Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> so, uh, speaking that this is his baby, can mm-hmm. we change gears for just half a second? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking a lot lately about uh, Robbie and myself and not having kids and I'm getting actually really concerned. In what way? Uh, that we don't have kids. Okay. Like you want them or like, here's you the think thing. That the time is running out? No, I kind of, in a way, like I was thinking about it recently, like I don't know what happens. Like I've, I've always been, yeah, I could have a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about it more recently. I'm like, what happens when my parents die? Mm-hmm. I don't have anybody. No. <laughs> well, you've got your siblings. Yeah, but my brother and I aren't that close. You've got your sister. I know. You've got us. 
I know, but like, so then, but then I was like, what happens like for, for Christmases and yeah. Easter's and yeah. all? I was like, you don't have a family to celebrate. I don't celebrate have a family. Yeah. My favorite thing about Christmas is the family aspect of Christmas. Yeah. I don't have one of those. So you need to, you, what you're trying to do is replace your parents? No, I'm not trying to replace them, but I mean, <laughs> ultimately, I'm, I was, I just, it just hit me. Like I got hit in the side of the head with a baseball bat yeah. the other day when I was like, oh my God, yeah. I'm going to have nobody. Yeah. But even if you had kids, you might Very have nobody. dark and sad. It was a real sad moment. <laughs> and I don't mean to bring everything down, but I was like, oh my goodness, I I should probably have a kid. Well, you're set to be, what, no. 37 on August 38. 5th? 38. Oh, you're going to be 38 oh, no. on August 5th. Why are your eyes so big all no, of a sudden? No, I, I can't wait to see it happen because you make fun of me for being the oldest. And while I will always be the oldest exactly. one on this show, exactly. you are now catching up to where I was when you were making fun of me being the oldest. Mm-hmm. Like, you are getting close to the big 4-0, Dylan. I know. And to me, that doesn't feel too long ago for me. And boy, oh boy, did you make fun of me when I turned 40. I didn't make fun. You're getting close. Oh, boy. You're getting close. Yeah, I'm just. I, it hit me the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I think it's a bad idea to let that scare you. Opposed to, listen, it's not like the olden days where you lived on a farm, kilometers away from people, and if if your family, if you didn't have like a grandparents or your parents, you had nobody. The world is smaller. There's people. You'll have friends. You're a very personable guy. Maybe you're living in a, in a retirement home with lots of old folks. That's how I'm having have social Christmases. A retirement home, playing I don't cribbage. Think that, I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world. You yeah. can always go after your parents pass, and hopefully that doesn't happen. But yes, after your did. parents pass, you can always just go to the old folks' home and tell some of them that you are their kid. Does that work? Oh yeah, my <laughs> Kristen sent me a picture yesterday, like a Facebook memory of my grandmother uh, meeting my son for the first time, mm-hmm. and. Um, it was uh, my grandma. You can see by the picture as I show it to you. She had no clue who that was sitting on her lap. She's happy to have Look a baby. My there. grandma has. That's when she was in. That's when she got the big room. And you know what happens after you get the big oh, room at the senior center, right? Yeah. And uh, she had no idea who any of us were at that point. Oh. So you could go in there and squeeze your way into some grandma's life and say you're the son. Okay. Easy, man. Something to think about, no I guess. No problem. You've always got my mom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can hang out with Trude. You won't be alone, man. Although I think Trude will be gone before your parents are gone. My parents are much older than yours. No, not, well, yeah. My dad's almost 82. Right. Mom's 78, I think, 79, so. My parents are, yeah, yeah, they're not there yet. But I do want to point out, as I did some quick math, well, with your 38th birthday coming up, Thank you. That uh, when your child, if you were to have a baby immediately... Your ch- when your child graduates high school, you'll be like 55, 56 years old. That's okay, right? 55, 56? When my youngest child finishes high school, I'll be 49. What did you have a kid? How old were you when you had the kid? Uh, well, it would have been 16 years ago when Riley was born. So 28? Yeah, it was, uh, geez, that's some terrible math on my end, isn't it? Let's see, I'm 45 now. Yeah. All right, Riley is 16. So you go take away from the four there. 30, you put a one, there's 25, and there's a four, and five is nine, it's three. I was 29. 29 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it really took me a while to it do that did. math, didn't it? Yeah, I was 29 when Riley was that born. That doesn't make me feel any better. All right, well, you pitter-patter, Dylan. You got to get at it, right? Yeah, I know I See, can't. that's where you're older than I am. Yeah. Is when you have kids. Right. Right? You're going to be 10 years older than I was when I had kids. Yeah. If you have kids. Right. Robbie, where are you at with that? Uh, I don't feel that pressure. I right. used to. I, I really did used to. So you're not going to have kids? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't feel the same pressure as you. I I feel like my cutoff point keeps getting further and further and further as I get older. I always thought I'd, I'd maybe have kids by 30, and it's like, oh, maybe by 35. And now and you're I, 40? Now I say 40 is, okay, I'll have them by 40. And if I don't have them by 40, I won't have them. But I also feel like so many people that have kids get divorced. And then after they get divorced, they find the love of their life. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, well, you, you could skip the kids part and just wait until you're, the love of your life has kids and then find her one Well, day. I was just going to ask that, right? Because you're at the age now where dating, uh-huh. um, the majority of people I'm sure that you've, you've connected with, if you're connecting with anybody, like on Hinge or whatever, are the majority of the people have kids now? No. No? No. Not yet? No. But I see. Are you willing to do that? No. Oh, Really? I don't think so. Because you've done that. You don't want to date somebody that has kids. No, I did it. Uh, that was my last girlfriend. Is uh, she had kids? Okay. Yeah, and it was uh, too heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Because you like the kids so much. Loved them. Oh. Still love them. Uh huh. 
still to this day. They were the greatest things on the planet. Yeah. I actually feel, as sad as this, this statement sounds, like the kids died. Yeah. That's really? how I feel. Oh, God. Deep down, that's how I feel because I don't get to see them. I don't. I, I have no interaction right. with them. Right. I actually feel like they died in my life and this is what it would feel like yeah. to have kids die. What were their ages? Uh, two uh-huh. and three. Oh, yeah. I can see that being tough. I, I guess three and four is what it would have been. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, so it was it was the most heartbreaking thing I've ever done. So a lot of people are, are like are on me going like, would you date my friend? And I'm like, oh, yeah, what are they about? I mean, they have kids. I'm like, I can't. Really? Can't do it. You might come around on that? I or? might, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, originally, I thought I never wanted to have kids that weren't my own. Right. That was my, I, for years upon years upon years, I just thought I don't want to have someone else's kids. Yeah. Nothing against that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm not uh, saying that that's a bad thing. Yeah. I just thought for myself personally, I wouldn't be able to love someone else's kids the same way that I would love my own. Yeah. That's what my thought was. Right. And then I met these kids. Right. And I've never loved anything like that. And they were young enough where you can build that bond over a long term, right? Yeah. See, if you were to meet somebody who had, say, a 17-year-old. Sure. Um, or even like a 12, 13-year-old. Like, yeah, yeah, it's hard. hard. Right, the relationship is more, you'd be like a big brother to them if they mm-hmm. even allow you into their life. That's another dynamic you have to consider, too. Mm-hmm. Because if the breakup with uh, between their parents was, was you know, a, a, not a great one. You're yeah. not my and new then, dad. Yeah, you're not my new right? dad, right? And that, that's heartbreaking that's on its own. force all their kids to call you dad. That's, it. that's one of the rules. <laughs> you have to do that. You, from now on, you call me dad. There Damn you it. go. Yeah. <laughs> you do it. Yeah. yeah. So that was, I don't know. Right now, I'm definitely not in that mind frame because it was so hard. I'm in a tricky spot too because I've got a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old mm-hmm. and I can see the end is in sight, right? They're moving out in the next, well, who knows how long, but you know, the plan is that they'll move out, maybe go away to school or I'm going to downsize. I'm already thinking ahead like this. Mm-hmm. If, when somebody ushers into my life that has a... A couple of younger kids. Right. I'm starting all over again. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It won't right. be 49 like or... My, my four- ex-girlfriend's son was five years old. He was starting kindergarten when we got together. And I'm like, I'm doing this all over again? Yeah. You're back, you're back you're, to pageants. Wait a second. Yeah. I, I was yeah. on the home stretch. Mm-hmm. Now I got to start all the way over again. Because what do you now? If they graduate, you will be 40... 49 when my youngest graduates. Yeah, so it'll be... Right? Like, Riley's going into grade 11 next year. My God, Dylan, remember that? He was one when you met him. I know. And you saw my daughter being born. I did. And she'll be going into grade 9 next year. Like, I can see it. That brass ring is there, man. Freedom! But unless you meet somebody at the same aged kids, you're hooped. Yeah. You're just... (laughs) You're hooped. Like, I've got to really narrow my field. Yeah. Oh, man. It's interesting, though, to think of it like that way. It's either freedom or love, I but, guess. Uh, yeah, like it, I, like in my ex-wife is is dating and trying to find Mr. Right. And, uh, you know, as a lot of people are our age, right? They've been through a divorce and they, they have this guy. The, the thing about baggage, relationship baggage, that I, I find interesting and when I'm dating now, I'm like, your bags just get bigger and bigger the older you get, mm-hmm. right? Like at first, it's just like a little lunch bag. Sure. Is the baggage that you have. And then that grows to a duffel bag. And now I've got like a f- complete matching set of suitcases, <laughs> right? Like I have to check my bags. I can't put them in the overhead compartment anymore, Dylan. Mm-hmm. I've got so much baggage. You're mm-hmm. soon going to have one of those bins on your driveway. Right. And then you've got to throw in the fact mm-hmm. that you've got, you know, oh, and then you've got kids. Oh, and they still love their mom and they refuse to accept you into their life. And oh, look right. at this, the pain you've got to deal with. And, you know, Kristen's running into guys when she dates that have kids. I think all the guys that she's uh, even been on single dates with have kids kids mm-hmm. and that just adds a different management dynamic you can't see each other as much right right before you meet the kids you can't it's every other week yeah, or your every weeks fourth line up. weekends yeah and you got and like we were going through a period where i was dating and Kristen was dating and my weeks lined up but hers didn't ah so then we had to switch our weeks around but we never could because the other ones couldn't switch their weeks around and then they stopped seeing each other and the new person and we either one of us was never seeing the person because they were always with the kids and they're off weeks right or both of us weren't or it was just a whole cataclysmic mess oh, what a dynamic but as long as i made out okay i was happy <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh yeah i guess yeah interesting so you're starting to think about kids Something I'm starting to think. I I just I I was at the I was in the Robbie stage of going like, hey, it can happen whenever. But then I started to think. I'm like, well, when, when is whenever? Yeah. And at what point does it happen? Yeah. Because I'm also I'm I'm aging myself out of people who will want to be having kids, right? So right now at 37, I kind of like eh, 30 is where I'll I'll date low, right? Right? Because 30 and like 30 year olds still want to have kids. Yeah. To like 35. 
to like maybe 37. Right. But and anything past that, a lot of girls don't even want to have kids. They either don't age. want kids or they already have them and they don't want any more. Right. So yeah. it's it's hard to, you're aging out of yeah. what you would date for someone who would want to have kids. I feel like me having a vasectomy could be a deal breaker. I think I cut off a, a lot of opportunities because I've had two vasectomies. They cut it off? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just oh in God. half. Just in half. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess, right? If someone wants to have kids, you're out. Yeah. Why, but you, I'm pretty conf- I'm pretty much sure I don't want to go through that newborn phase ever again. No, like yeah. if you have one, I'll come over and babysit once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I don't want my own newborn anymore. Mm. I don't want to live that year uh, ever again. Sounds like <sighs> fun. See, it's comments like that that make me think it's not a good idea. Yeah, and it's so so many of my friends say that, which is why I don't know if I want to get this puppy that my neighbors are gonna. <laughs> what you're yeah. getting a puppy? Nah, he oh, wants stop. it. I need Robbie. That's why I need Robbie to stay with me right now is to talk oh, me yeah. out of this because they're going to have a litter of bulldogs oh, soon. Oh, no! Like in the next week or two, they're going to have a garage full of bulldog pups that they sell. And I, you know me and puppies. You know anybody in puppies. How can you say no to a cute little puppy? Because you don't see the pissing and the chewing and the barking <laughs> and the, all that. You don't see that when you see a puppy. No. You know? No, it's a bad, a bad idea. It's a terrible yeah. idea. But yet, I don't think I'll say no. Come on. I don't to. think I will. Really? Yes. And like, not only are you committing, and this is kind of the heartless part of it, because I love animals, and not only are you committing, though, to a puppy and the training and the stress that comes with the first, you know, eight months or 18 months of a puppy, but then I'm eight, nine, 10, 14 years invested in owning an animal. Yeah. There goes my idea of traveling. There goes my idea of this and that well, and the exactly. other thing, right? Like Every gotta, weekend you want to go away, you got to arrange oh, for somebody, yeah. you got to pay for a doggy oh, daycare. Yes. Plus the cat. Oh, it's a nightmare. But puppy. Cute. Uh, for what? Six I know. Months? Cute shouldn't have the power that cute has. No, it shouldn't. In right? all aspects of life. Like, it just shouldn't ha- make you so blind to the sacrifices that come along I would like to cute. do that on the regular show tomorrow. Okay. Cute ruined blank. Okay. <laughs> And it could be like a cute guy, a cute girl. I imagine there's a ton of cute that ruin things. Okay. Yes. I could just see. Well, puppies cute. will be number one. Or maybe a guy at the bar, a girl at the bar. He was cute. Yeah. Next and it you turned know, out to be a nightmare. Kids. Yeah. Okay. But you never know, right? Yeah. I did it because he was cute. And look what happened. Sure. Okay. It could be interesting. But I'll tell you, that full-grown pup mm-hmm. next door, right? Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it cute? Well, that's the mom. So cute. Oh no! Don't say so that. They, Robbie. When they grow up, that those bulldogs are getting cute. Oh, I know. So it's it's a tough oh, thing you got to deal so with much here, man. Slobber well, I everywhere. had a bulldog for a while, right? Like Sherry kind of gave me her bulldog to right. take care yeah, of, and I kind of yeah, I inherited that dog. And uh, he had a ton of veterinarian problems, and he had to have special food, and he got sick all the time, and he shed all over the place. But I loved him. He was cute. I loved him, and I miss him badly. Look at this, just like you miss your ex girlfriend's kids. I miss oh. my ex girlfriend's bulldog. They were so cute. You know? <laughs> what, a so depress- gonna, what a depressing end to so the conversation. I'm going to get one of my own, just like you're going to get one well, of your own. I'll oh, do my best. I'll do my best to help you. I'm actually phase. fearful. I'm, I'm honestly fearful with kids that I won't love them as much as I loved those kids. Listen. Like, Listen. honestly, my own kid? Because I'm like, I can't understand loving something more. Well, that's what I was trying to say. Like, there's no guarantee you're going to end up with them anyway. They could come, become 16 and hate you. And then you'll never spend Christmas with them anyway. Wouldn't that just be the shits? <laughs> Sorry, there's Number my eight. swear. There's one. Yeah, you're allowed one. That's okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Get to 16. You did all this hard work. You put in all this time, and they I hate, hate you, Dad. Oh, no. I can tell you this, all right, as far as loving your kids go. Mm-hmm. And I, for the longest time, like, I'm terrible. One of my biggest concerns in life is that I'm a terrible father. And I know that in parts I am, but I also am always <laughs> relieved when I realize that every parent is is terrible or feels they're terrible right. or does terrible things, right? And obviously I have a history, a serious history of being an, a, not a very present dad for quite some time with the alcohol. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I'm, I'm, you know, I've scaled back some of my other commitments and obligations and passions so that I can rebuild and be present for my kids. It's one, it's the most important thing in my life. But through all of my therapy, through all of my uh, insecurities to which I have many, one of them has always been this feeling of, I don't know. I always feel like, you know, people say, right, the most important thing in their life is their kids. Mm -hmm. And it is. Mm -hmm. But it's also not for me. Interesting. And I've always felt this incredible, like, shaded guilt 
to the fact that they're not the most important thing, but they are the most important thing. And trying to decipher the difference between they are and they aren't. And that I put myself first sometimes ahead of my care or my wants, my needs, and I feel selfish. And then I get mad at myself. And Is it, it like the, the life vest thing, though? You got you have to be your best. It's in order- exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? And, mm-hmm. and when I talked to thera- my therapist about this, and I said, I just have this, and it was when I was away in rehab, and when it's my therapist that I have here, and my psychiatrist, and the whole team, and I... <laughs> Sorry. I, I tell them, you know, that I have this insecurity. And the most reassuring thing in the world is they say, everybody feels that way. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself first or thinking you're more important or feeling selfish because you're doing things for yourself because it, it does well around you and that you do love your kids, but your love for your kids are different than your love for yourself, which is different than your love for your partner, et cetera, right. et cetera, right. right? And so fearing that um, you'll never love your kids or other kids the same way that you love these original ones, the love is just always different. You always ask me, you put me on the spot, who do you love more, Riley or Tyler? And you always say Tyler. It's always Tyler. Right. But the love is different for the two of them. I yeah, love one them you love, one you don't. Completely different reasons. And that's <laughs> going to be the same thing with when you have kids. I love Riley to pieces. Yeah. Right? And I yeah. love my, my my daughter so much. More. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and they're both the greatest things in the world for me and my biggest burdens. And it's that's what I'm coming to terms with. And I think that any decent parent would nod at that statement. I love my kids, but they're also my biggest burdens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you have have to society has dictated you have to say that they're the most important things in the world they're the greatest day of your life was the day they were born and i take criticism every time i say it's not even close to the greatest day of my life when my kids were buffalo born. bills football buffalo game. bills football game was the greatest day of my life when i went to a bills game Seems because the wild. birth of my children was stressful right. and i have had other great days with them and i can't really pick out one fair but then you get that moment where dylan your son let's say is playing in this scrubby community basketball league. Mm-hmm. And on that team, there is somebody, uh, there is a, uh, uh, what's the proper, t- like a, a mentally challenged, somebody with, whether they're autistic or, you know, cerebral right. palsy, mild cerebral palsy or, or, or something like that, right? Yep. And every team got one in this community league. Every team had a, had a, had a kid that was, was, you know. And um, then you see your son continue in a basketball game to give him the basketball mm-hmm. and encourage his teammates to pass the basketball to him so that he can get a basket. Right. And they keep doing it. And the kid keeps missing and he keeps missing. And then he finally gets one. Right. And that's when you go, yeah, that's a proud moment. That's the celebration. When your kids do that. Right. When you see your kids yeah. do something that you're like, wow, that's great. I don't care if you fail a test. I don't care if you, you know, crash my car. Hear that, Riley? <laughs> but I do Free care for all. if you're just a generally fundamentally decent person. And in all of that, it's 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 buried really deep below all of the garbage. <laughs> but I know fundamentally they're decent people. And that way I can say, okay, at least I've been, I don't think it's any of my influence. Right. But at least I've been there to see it. I just, yeah. I look at the relationship I have with my dad. Mm-hmm. And how much I love that. Mm-hmm. And then thinking, I think that's because uh, I've been spending a lot of time with him lately. Yeah. And we got a trip coming up here uh, at the end of the month. Yeah. And uh, just that I'm like, who am I going to hang out yeah. with? Like, is there going to be some someone to hang out with me? Because I just love, love hanging out with my dad. I think it's the best thing on the planet. I look at the relationship you have with your father, and I hope that my kids have that same kind of respect and enjoy being around me as they get older as well. And I don't know if they will, but I hope that they do. Mm. I yeah. envy the relationship you have with your dad, both as as a son and as a father. Oh, it's so good. Was there ever a time you fought with him? Or dad, had, yeah, or had. No, dad and, it's dad, always been good. Dad and I were always, always awesome. Like, he fought a little bit with my brother. He fought a little bit with my sister. But him and I always just had a bond. Now, I fought with my mom a lot. Yeah. Uh, and we still, we, my mom and I have a, a, a good bond, but it's just not the same. Right. Like, dad is uh, probably my best friend. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. and, and then like I I get closer and closer to him as I'm getting older, right. which is also scarier That's because he's getting though. older. Yeah. So I'm like like Jesus, I'm not gonna have my best friend one day potentially. Yeah. And that I can't even think about. Well, you're not just gonna shoot out a duplicate. <laughs> 
Like one day? <laughs> like, can I just kind of raise a little duplicate? Oh, but I want another Dave so bad. <laughs> and something to be mindful of, too, going back to the kid thing, is yeah. once you have kids, it does become more difficult, or at least it's a more um, strenuous commitment to see your parents as much as you do, right. given the fact that there's a distance. But like, I envy people that ha- live in the same city, like you, Robbie, as your parents, mm-hmm. right? Because I would love to go and see my parents way more than I do, right. but I've got kids, and every weekend they've got things. Yeah. And it's hard to pack everybody up and go down there to see my parents. And it's difficult for them with their age to come up and see me. Right. And so you do have to prepare for that if you have kids, that your want to be near your best friend, your father, mm-hmm. uh, will be more uh, difficult to manage. Ah, yeah. Uh, damn he, it. He strikes me as a guy who would be down here mm-hmm. all I the time. So. I, I always tell him. He comes him up from Strathmore. Up right? to see down, the grandkids. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. All the time. I, he's such a good grandparent. It's, watching videos of him with my sister's son, mm-hmm. my nephew, mm-hmm. is amazing. It's just, it's amazing to watch that happen. Are you excited to be a grand, uh, grandpa? Well, yeah, because you can get rid of him at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess, right? That's, That's right. true. It's easy to be a great grandparent because See, Rob, you don't you're have- not you don't have the rules to stand by. You can feed them whatever you want. You can let them do whatever they want, and then you can give them away at the right. end of the day. Yeah. No, Grandpa Gibson. Doesn't that hurt you inside a little? Well, of course it does. And that's what I, I was always torn because I am the last Gibson boy in my family. See, that's the other thing. There is no, there is no Wojcik lineage. My grandpa had three boys, and only one of those boys. Oh, you need to. No had pressure. Kids. No pressure. One of those boy, one of those boys married a woman with kids. Mm-hmm. My uncle James. One mm-hmm. of those boys died. Mm-hmm. My uncle Rob. After having sex with your mom. Well, that's de- that's <laughs> that's debatable. Mm-hmm. And then my dad. He had th- four kids, and only one of them was a boy. It's interesting though that your grandfather had three boys, and two of them are your dad. <laughs> well, we don't know. <laughs> We don't know the truth. Oh, we, we have don't. suspicions. Yes, we do. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I wanted to spend a, a real quick moment because we are what could be about two weeks and a handful of days away from phase three. Yes. And um, as I've kind of touched on um, personally, but also a, a little bit on the after show, show and the regular show here and there, is that once indoor gatherings resume, um, that I'm going to begin my plan, right? Like it was very easy when I was in rehab to come up with all of these great visions that how my life was going to change when I got clean. Yeah. And I was going to come home and I was going to, you know. Still sober? I was going to change the world. Yeah. Woo! And uh, I, uh, I went... And decided to do two things is what I was going to do. And I think in a way the pandemic was a blessing because it allowed me to kind of get reassimilate back to normal and get back into the swing of things and really put the work and thought into whether I wanted to do this, how it would look. But now we are, you know, two and a half weeks away from the reopening and uh, for indoor gatherings to happen. And what I'm going to do, and I'm fully planning on doing this, and I encourage anybody who's interested, because I know there are people who have just commented uh, on my Instagram, that uh, I want to hold sessions... Not AA sessions and not smart recovery sessions, which is a different program, Mm -hmm. but kind of a community session of people who have family members or who themselves are fighting any sort of mental illness or addiction or hurdle that they just can't get over. I'm currently texting back and forth with a guy that I met through. Um, he's the brother of a woman who reached out to me on Instagram and he's in rehab right now and I'm texting with him every day to see how he's doing. And I think that the best part of when I was in rehab was not even the science behind it as much as it was the community that you develop and the shared uh, understanding that is so hard to find on the quote unquote outside Mm -hmm. of people that just get it and people that understand the challenges that come along with it. So, um, when I left, I'm like, I'm going to do this. Cause I, before in my last two weeks at rehab, I was facilitating discussion groups and I really took a leadership role with a lot of that. And I enjoyed doing it. And I think it helped keep me on the straight and narrow. And, um, when I got home, that was the plan. And, but we weren't allowed to gather mm-hmm. and now we shortly soon will be. So I'm going to go ahead with that. So just anybody who's like, Hey, that's a good idea. I just keep checking my Instagram or listen to the after show. Are you show gonna do it? Like I'll give house? more details. Well, yeah, I might do it at my house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is, you know, a little risky, I guess. Some people that are having, you know, some serious addiction issues. Cause I'm running into the one, the guy that I go to rehab or I went to rehab with has fallen off and he seems to be, uh, not understand boundaries at all right now when he's, he's, uh, under the influence. Right. So I, I, I don't know. It's funny. The one place that I do have access to, like community place, yeah. is in the basement of a bar. 
Yeah, I don't know. If that, I, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Right? It's no. in the basement of the St. Albert Rugby Club, where boy, those guys can drink. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe not there. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only place I can think of. So I've got to find a place that I can do this. But uh, just you know, just uh, put it uh, a thought into it. That, yeah, that's that, nice. That's something that's going to happen. It's something that's important to me to do. So yeah, cool. I just want to spend a minute with that as we are getting closer and closer to Phase Three. Yes. Soon. Uh huh. Which is still weird. Uh, ah, it's going to be good. Is it weird because we got used to the pandemic and now all this freedom that we we had before the pandemic is going to seem too free? Yes. Yes, it will. No, it's going to be great. Like normal will seem free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to, uh, normal's going to be You don't know weird. what you got till it's gone and it's going to feel great to get it back. Don't you think? I, I don't know how much is going to honestly change. For your life? Yeah, yeah. personally. Yeah. Now, I, like, I'm, I've kind of adapted to this, and it's it's not too bad. Um, I, I, There are things, of course, that are going to be good for everybody, and especially good for the community and, and for business. Um, But as of right now, in this phase, not a whole lot different will change in my life, I don't think. Yeah. Like, I didn't go to a ton of museums. <laughs> they opened up recently. Uh, a pool would be nice, though. Yes. God, I love a pool. You love swimming. I you do. haven't been able to do that in a while. It would be really nice. And I just got all those baskets in my house and organizational baskets, and now I'm going to have an extra one, my mask basket, my masket. Oh. I don't oh. know what to do with that anymore. It's changed the whole system. Yeah, I'm going to have to reevaluate all of it. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a tough, tough decision. <laughs> uh, what time are you going to be home today, Robbie? Um, how about yeah, one? And we're doing pork chops tonight for dinner? I'd say so. Okay, pork chops pork tonight chops for, dinner. for dinner. Yeah, Robbie and I live together. Enjoy. Uh, okay, so tomorrow on the live show, we are busy with a chainsaw for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. We are busy with Moo Moo Moolah. Yeah. We are busy. I don't even know what else we've got going tomorrow. Chip Chat. Chip Chat is oh, tomorrow. The, fr- the Friday foreplay on a Thursday. Dylan wants to find out how cute ruined everybody's relationship. guaranteed it did. So it's going to be a busy day we will spend a minute to say happy father's day this is our podcast before father's day so to my dad gary i love you to pieces i know he listens to this podcast i'm so happy that at 81 almost 82 years old you're still functioning Mm -hmm. i worry about some of the things i see but i also accept that that's what happens when you get into your 80s so i love you very much and i hope you have a good father's day dylan he's your best friend old babe he is he's my best friend on the planet i can't wait to see him we're going away at the end of the month we're going hiking together dad love you buddy and uh, robbie both your dads yeah, I'd love to one. say I'd love to say Happy Father's Day, except I guess he's dead. Okay, he's been murdered. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, but no, I that's we've talked about that on the after show show, haven't we? Yes, yes. we have. Oh, there's the whole a whole theory. after show show uh, yes. on this. So that that's out there. But no matter what, my dad who raised me mm-hmm. is my dad. Mm-hmm. Even if he's not my dad, he's my dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So thank you, Dad. All right, I love you. Okay, Al Al Gibson, I love it. Okay, thanks for listening to the after show show. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Weekday mornings on KISS 91.7.